Squire, what did the two of you want? Oh, we just came to check on you, you know, to make sure you got to the ring on time and that, you know, you would be here. I'm fine. I'm why don't, you know, why don't we save all this for in the ring later? You know what, Becky? We was thinking the same thing. It's all right. It's all right. Good. See you later. Good. See you later. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 28. We are recording on February 19th, 2016. I am the creator of the FullNelsonPress.com, the unofficial WWE webcomic. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. I'm here with Mr. Disco Inferno himself, Peter O'Brien. You can find him on Twitter at MVP360. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press at TFNP. Pete, how you doing? Uh, I'm nursing some rib injuries, but what? other than that, I'm doing pretty good. What yeah. Your ribs? Oh, I skull crushing finale to dude at basketball last night. Cause he had a fast break. So I missed him and I think I landed on like his heel. Ugh. So like every time I sneeze and cough, like my ribs hurt and I'm like, Whoa, I should probably drink beer at home tonight. Yeah. That's what I would do. Stay home. <laughs> lady over so today uh we're gonna discuss vince no shoves given mcmahon raw is heavy fast lane predictions and some bad news barrett let's just get really mad right away and that way raw is uh is manageable you want to talk about titus o'neill yes we can talk about titus o'neill so titus o'neill gets suspended for originally 90 days and fined five thousand dollars for some weird ass altercation he has with mcmahon uh he pulls his arm and he just gets pissed about this and they suspend him for what was it called uh, oh yeah unprofessional conduct yeah which is funny because two weeks ago roman reigns punched him in the face <laughs> i didn't even think of that one that's the part i get it i know it's a show and i know it's fake but roman reigns punches him in the face yet and if you watch the video it's kind of weird it's like really i don't know weird. why Titus grabbed him? Yeah, okay, so I found out why he grabbed him. He said he grabbed him so that way Stephanie would go first as a as a way of respect, I guess, to just be polite. But Vince didn't like that at all. And he's smiling the whole time. If you, if you get a chance to watch the video, Vince yeah. is smiling the whole time. Yeah, and it was pretty hilarious just for the fact of, like, okay, I heard that part of the story, but right. still, it's like, why would Titus still, like, he did grab him and yank him a little bit. Yeah. Where you could have just, like, put your arm out, but... For a 90-day suspension was just unheard of. That's the same if you get caught smoking pot. I know. They did, like, reduce it down to 60. But still, he's missing WrestleMania, the biggest paycheck of the year. Yep. Titus O'Neil does not deserve this. I, I gotta ask you, though, if you think he grabbed Triple H, it would have been the same. Uh, no. And so what does that say about the current state of the WWE? Word on the street is he came out saying that the locker room has been way too fun, not taking it as professional as possible. 
But to take it out on Titus O'Neil, I mean, look back at the past year. Paige says fuck over a Facebook live chat. Seth Rollins' dick pics. Lana and Rusev yell at each other in an airport in front of fans, and nothing's done about this. But Titus O'Neil grabs Vince McMahon's arm, and the bigot himself has to go and suspend the man for 90 days. Yeah, it's quite... Quite ridiculous. I don't know why Titus got hit that hard. Yeah, and he was supposed to even be harder. Triple H and Joey Mercury actually talked Vince McMahon out of firing Titus O'Neil that night. JR posted a really good tweet that said if they would have just let it go over the night, uh, think what what it would have been the, the next day. Yeah, and they would have just been like, whatever, you know. But no, Vince is losing it. He is so losing it. He needs to step down and just let Triple H do it. And then just let Regal run NXT completely. Yes, this just frustrates the fuck out of me so much. I think it frustrates a lot of, like, a lot of fans because they all know how dumb and petty this is. Yes, not only that, but this is the guy running the business. This is the guy giving the yes and no's to everything that's going on backstage. Yeah, basically. So... I was thinking about this because this this really got me mad over the week. I didn't want to start this way, but I, I guess we have to. I think the best way, though, to not to apologize to T- Titus O'Neil, totally think we should turn this into a storyline itself. That's the best way to give Titus O'Neil something in this. So here's here's what you do now. Now okay. you repackage him. Right. You let him go right. away for two months. But repackage him how? Do you call him, like, the hand grabber? Just wait. The puller? Just wait a second. All right. Just wait a second. <laughs> There's somebody right now that is turning face in the WWE who has a huge following. Her name is Sasha Banks. Why not pair Titus up with her and have him be her, like, bodyguard? So he wears a suit. He wears the black glasses. He puts that earpiece in. Okay. And, like, walking around, like, if someone reaches out to, like, shake her hand, like, have him stand, like, right there and be like, okay, that's enough contact. Right. Boom. Okay, I like that. Also, you me make him no, but also you by doing that he's in the spotlight. Yeah, and you also paved the way for a new thing: women with men's managers. You're welcome. This character though that you're you're talking about reminds me a lot of what was his name, Abraham Washington. Oh, yeah, the guy who got fired in 2012 for making Kobe O'Brien jokes. He was a primetime players manager. Yep. Yeah, he messed up. He fucked up. No, I really think Titus could do it. Why not? So he would come up and be like, hi, hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, you're good. It's clear. Okay, come on in. And then Sasha would come in for an interview. Right. And then, like, when she's done, cut. Guys would be like, no, woman, that's it. You're done. But it wouldn't be healed, but you would have it be fun and joking. I want uh, every promo to end with them leaving and a guy walk in front of them, and he pulls that guy aside to let Sasha go by. Perfect. You're welcome. Done. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Uh, have a good one. No. <laughs> Raw was the day after Valentine's Day. We are a week away from Fastlane. First, right away, Dean Ambrose opens up Raw and calls out Lesnar, of course, but does not show up. Steph shows up instead and then announced that we're going to have a Fatal 5 match. Uh, this was so awesome. I will say... Raw was kind of written backwards, I feel like. This was the main event of the night, and then it just kind of just kind of sloped off for the rest of the night. It's Ambrose, Owens, Stardust, Tyler Breeze, Dolph Ziggler. I would have it no other way. What a great match. Yeah, well, basically, the reason why it was written backwards was there are the Grammys on oh. for the first two hours. So they put all the stars, you could tell, in the front to compete with the Grammys, which that match was great. It was an awesome idea. Uh, Owen powerbombs Breeze out of the ring. That was so cool. Yeah. I like that Breeze got a chance to be in it. 
Yeah. Did you see uh, uh, that awesome knee uh, from Breeze to Stardust? Oh, uh, yeah. That was awesome. That was so good. It was really good. I liked it a lot. I thought the match was done really well. I was hoping Breeze was going to sneak out with it. That would have been great. I, he was the only, he was who I was rooting for, was Tyler Breeze. I'm a huge Tyler Breeze fan. I hate what they're doing with the character right now. Uh, another high point was uh, Owens does around the world with his cannonball. Yeah. All four corners. That was really cool. He's awesome. So, yeah. Then Owens, he wins the IC title. He beats Tyler Breeze. Of course, someone has to lose, and it's going to be him. Uh, we go to commercial, and we come back, and we see Ambrose is talking to Renee Young. He's obviously pissed. He finishes his promo, but then we have to cut back to an even better promo from Owens, who's sitting with Renee Young, who's obviously yeah. annoyed. Uh, who then gets Owens then gets interrupted by Ziggler. So, like, there's so many layers on this IC title, which is great. I think we're finally uh, bringing the IC title to where it belongs, because these guys are really molding a new kind of icy title for us. And in this, I guess Ziggler kind of asks for a match uh, for him at Fastlane. He says he'll decide maybe on SmackDown. I don't know if that's actually the case or not. Regardless, we're getting this match, so that's cool. We're, we'll predict it later. It was good. I mean, like, I would have liked to see Breeze be the one that interrupts him and been like, you serious? You threw me out of the ring? Yeah. Like, like, him get angry about it. it. It Just add him to this mix. You know, they could have just done a whole triple threat kind of thing with these three. But, I mean... What do you do with all this talent when you can only use the same two every night? Yep, basically. So, speaking of same talent, New Day comes out. Uh, they announce that they're not even going to have a match at Fastlane. They're going to be in the pre-show and the Cutting Edge show with Edge and Christian. This is just promoting the new Edge and Christian show. Yeah, it was dumb. Why isn't New Day doing anything at Fastlane? I have a feeling they're going to get interrupted and there's going to be a match formed at Fastlane. <laughs> That would be interesting. Oh, maybe they'll uh, have... Oh, we'll get to predictions later. Yeah, jumping ahead. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for Fastlane. You have no idea. It's going to be the best Fastlane of the year. It will be the second greatest Fastlane of all time. Maybe third. I don't know how many Fastlanes Is it had. the third one? I don't know. I think it's the second one. It it's could the... be. No, it's the third one. It is the third one. Oh. Anyways, so they make fun of Coldplay, and then they may, uh, they call out Mark Henry for walking out on him last week, and then we set up Big E versus Mark Henry. Wow. Ooh. Mark Henry should be calling it quits soon. It's time to go, Mark Henry. What happened? How did he get hurt? So he tweeted later that it was something with his rib, and it, he didn't break a rib, I don't think. He just maybe bruised a rib or something, And but he's going to be fine. But really, like, what a horrible finish. This match just goes on, nothing really exciting. Big E sets up for his big ending, and then Mark Henry's just like, I don't wanna, and rolls off, and then Big E does some unmomentous move and pins him, and then that's the end of the match. It was so dumb, and you could tell Big E, I think, was even pissed off at this point. Oh, when he dropped him and pinned him, you could see him angry at the end of that match. Because that sucks. That sucks for someone not to be able to give off their signature finish at the end of the match. And especially to give it off to Mark Henry. Big E just picks him up. Yeah, yeah, that it was bad. So after this, Bree comes out and talks to Byron Saxon about Debray. This is just setting up for Charlotte. Charlotte comes out over Axe. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you think that? Oh, and I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> Charlotte, cool off a little bit. You sound just dumb. Yeah. There's a reason why Sasha Banks kills it on the mic, and so does Paige. They're relaxed. You sound like you're forcing like. I am seriously the greatest! Right, especially because at this point, Brie finally, even though she's leaving, is finally sounding like she's comfortable on the mic for once because she's just talking. Yeah, and I don't give a shit. Yeah, the biggest thing I think is Brie is upset about how Charlotte is acting, 
even though this is exactly how Nikki was acting four months ago. Logic just doesn't fit here at all with the Brie Bella. They, they flop so much, it's hard to stick behind them. Yeah, and that's why Brie's leaving. Thank God. So Charlotte tries to leave the ring, but then she forgets that she has to get back in the ring and, and yell at Brie until Brie slaps her. So Charlotte then gets back into the ring and lets and yells at her, uh, talks about her kids. Man, Raw gets really heavy tonight. Like people like go for offspring, they they go for the family. Like tonight is just all about buy them tickets. So Brie ends up attacking Charlotte. She does the stupid yes kicks. They're so dumb. Rick pulls Charlotte out. The end of that promo. Moving on. Thank God. AJ Styles versus The Miz, sponsored by Geico. Yep. This was a really good match. This was such a good match. Miz is putting on a show lately. He's found his niche. I think I said this last show, but Miz is really picking it up, and I think it's because we're now finding the right people to book him with. AJ Styles, Chris Jericho, perfect. He's good. I think him versus Owens would be good. Yeah. I think him versus Ambrose would be good. Like, I think there's a lot for the Miz to do. I think we're just seeing, like, him, like, lose to Neville every week, and it's just not enjoyable. But yeah. seeing something like this, great. I'm loving this this feud between these three. It's finally coming out to something. I would love to see this become a triple threat match at Fastlane. Go back to the match, though. Again, match really good. Miz actually taps out to... The calf crusher, which he did it really good, too. Yeah, he did. He did. I... AJ Styles is, is really impressive in the ring. I will give it to him. Yeah, he's doing really good. Yeah. I mean, his flailing arms and stuff, you know. Flailing arms. Well, you know, he, like, does those punches, and he jumps yeah. off the rope and does that forearm. Like. Yeah, but now, like, I think, like, when he jumps off, his arms just flail in the air like those whack- wacky- Wacky, waving, inflatable arm, flailing tube man. Wacky, waving, inflatable arm, flailing tube man. Hi, this is uh, AJ Styles with wacky, waving, inflatable arm, flailing tube man, Emporium. <laughs> Get out there, AJ. We found some kind of way you can make a profit if WWE does not work out for you. So wacky, waving, inflatable arm flailing two men yes. of eight styles. Uh, I hope, like, when you turn them off, though, they do the they put their hands together like he does. Yeah. They have his gloves at the end of them. Oh, that'd be great. Get on that, WWE. I will not buy one. Moving on to the match, though. Uh, Y2J comes out and congratulates Styles, but Styles sees right through this, which is uh, cool. Uh, AJ Styles asks for a match at uh, Fastlane, and this is where Chris Jericho says that he'll decide at uh, SmackDown. But we, we know where it's happening. Uh, what, what if he says no? Like, sorry, I got to record a show with Billy Kidman. I can't do it that night. Yeah, I don't know. And then Miz comes up and Skull Crush finales AJ Styles. So then that would have been the match at Fastlane. AJ Styles versus The Miz? I'll take it. So after that, we have a commercial, and then we come back to see the Dudley Boys come out, and they talk about politics with the Usos. So they did the same promo they did on SmackDown the week before. Really? Did you know that? Yep. I don't watch SmackDown. I I looked into it. They said the same things. So I was just like, wow. Are you sure, like, Devon didn't say the promo at SmackDown, and then, like, Bubba said it at Raw? the same thing and that's where you're just pointless for having smackdown if you're just gonna do the same thing Mm -hmm. that's stupid right i have not watched a smackdown and i want to say two years i haven't found an interest to watch it i think the last time i even watched one was one of those super smackdowns there's no interest and i and as a kid i didn't have smackdown like available to me i think it was on the upn or something crazy and i like i missed it so much because there was so much shit that happened you felt like you were missing out on wrestling yeah, SmackDown had so much, and now it's just like, SmackDown's so pointless. Give it back to Teddy Long. He'll do something with it. Exactly. So we're moving on. Paige versus Summer Rae. 
Uh, and at this point, I'm kind of rooting for Summer Rae, because give her something. And she wins! Summer Rae actually gets a win on Paige. Yeah, they got, I mean, I was glad she got a win, because I feel like she needs to get a couple wins here and there to make her, like, viable. She's not terrible. No. She isn't bad in the ring. She's mean. I've always, I've been a fan of Summer Rae. To be yeah, honest. look up her Lingerie Football League hits. She's a beast. She's a scary, scary woman. I'm not even kidding. She murdered people I in the Lingerie it. Football League. I believe she killed a man. Yeah, so definitely. I, I mean, it was good. It was good. I, I'm glad. I'm glad she did sneak that win or whatever. But why is Paige fighting Summer Rae? Oh wait, I'm sorry. Total Divas is on. Oh. You know what this is? I, I, I'm not even thinking about it now. This roll-up probably has... Because I'm like, what's next for these two characters? I don't get why they would do this a week away from Fastlane, but it's probably for something going on in Total Divas right now. Yep. When are we going to review the new season of Total Divas, Pete? Never. I am a season and a half behind. Yeah, never. We will never review it. I'm caught up, and it sucks. You're I watched up. Total Divas in 10 minutes. You did? I can watch an episode, an hour episode, in 10 minutes. I can sit there and fast forward, and I'm like, okay, Natalia's going, oh, yeah, Mima's coming over, and we need cats. And Tyson Kidd is complaining about how he's gay over Cesaro. Fast forward. And then you got Brie Bella and Nikki Bella complaining about kids and babies again. Fast forward. Oh, you got Paige and Foxy, and Foxy's all mad because she's single, and she's also crazy. Oh, Paige and her are getting in a fight. Spoiler alert, I guess? Whatever, shut up. <laughs> They, they, it's the same thing each week. There's nothing cool about it. Uh, congratulations to Rosa Mendez for having a kid. <laughs> With Michael Hayes. No, I think it was from a past relationship, but yes, Michael Hayes is now with Rosa Mendez, which is really weird considering he got in trouble for giving her alcohol like maybe a year ago. And it, well, at least that's how we know she's keeping her job. Wow. She is a talented nobody. Moving on. Yeah. All right. Heyman comes out and calls out <laughs> Roman Reigns. Do you think Roman would benefit more as a Paul Heyman guy? I don't like to throw the Paul Heyman guy thing around, but I think it would work with Roman. I don't think so. I don't at all. He can't do a promo. He can't. So give it to fucking Paul Heyman. No, he's not a Paul Heyman guy, but he can't do a promo. It's bad. That's why they paired him up with Heyman. So Heyman's like, oh, don't worry. I'll carry the weight and do everything in this. <laughs> You just come off, like, trying to act tough. Oh, my God, you are so bad. Even Heyman's like, geez, you suck. They tried to hype up Fastlane, which they did a good job with, I guess. Is Roman Reigns going to choose either his friendship with Dean Ambrose or his daughter? Again, a very heavy Raw. Breeze and Daniel Bryan's offspring, and now Roman Reigns' daughter? Man, they are cutting throats. Yeah, whatever. It, I I didn't like this promo at all. No, it was a so-so promo. Because Roman sucks at promos. <laughs> I don't mind him as a wrestler, but God, he is brutal. Yeah, I think it's just because it's become the Roman Reigns show. Like, Raw is Roman. It's frustrating. It really is, especially for people who enjoy Roman Reigns. Because, like, hearing a good song on the radio and you're just hearing it too many times and it ruins it. And that's what it is with Roman Reigns. Yeah, good analogy. Oh, you're welcome. I try. Yeah, it was Brock's music hits. Who comes out? The Dudley Boys. Yeah. Heyman gets some henchmen. He totally gets some J&J security. Dean comes in to, to rescue Roman, and then he attempts to do this dirty deeds, but it wasn't good. I'm just saying Dean Ambrose is bigger than Roman Reigns, like, right now, popularity-wise. Right. If anybody should be taking on the authority right now, it should be... It's Dean Ambrose. He is the embodiment of the, of the today's Stone Cold Steve Austin. He is. 
I don't think they see it. And if you listen to some of Dean Ambrose's uh, like promos about him being, you know, on the road and everything like that, the man has a great philosophy on life. He just he is willing to go wherever they need him to go. He is just enjoying the ride right now. And I think somebody like that who's willing to go to all those different like radio shows in the morning and shit like that, Dean Ambrose is your guy. He should be the face of the company right now with the absence of Seth Rollins. Yep. Then we have an award that they announced, the Legacy of Excellence Award. This is going to be given to Vince McMahon next week. Did Vince McMahon make up this award? Yes. It's Vince McMahon's old-ass age, like, oh, I need to give me something to make myself relevant. Dude, you're Vincent McMahon, we know. You are the one that made Raw. Just go the fuck away and let Raw be run, and we don't need your ass anymore. So next week, does he come out as face and get cheers, or does he come out as face and get booze? He should probably get booed. I'm hoping he gets booed. I hope this Titus O'Neil thing really bites him in the ass. Slater comes out. Awesome. With the social outcast versus poor Zack Ryder. Where was Mojo Riley? Exactly! This should have been the <laughs> like, perfect time for Mojo Riley to come up. Why wouldn't you have Mojo come out and help out? Do something. And then people would be like, who is that? And they'd be like, that's Mojo Riley. That's actually one half of the hype bros. Like, you're dumb, WWE. Yeah. If Ryder and Mojo are actually, like, creating steam down in NXT and they have an actual tag team, and now you're like, oh, well, we should split them up for this. Why not have Neville versus E-Harmony? E-Harmony? Well, that's E. Slater's finishing move. Oh. No, it's E-Minor. E-Minor. E-Harmony? E-Harmony's a dating site. <laughs> I like it, though. I'm taking you to a dating site. One, two, three. His setup move is Tinder. His finisher is the E-Harmony. Off the top rope is Match.com. He's <laughs> just a big sponsor for dating sites. Big Boot is uh, FarmersOnly.com. Yep. All of our sponsors for this week um, are none of those. We might get Farmers Only to sponsor. We could get Farmers Only. We I think they'll sponsor any, right. anything. The Full Nelson Press, sponsored by FarmersOnly.com. Thank you for that. A lot of farmers watch wrestling. They, they do, actually. But back to the actual wrestling. Well, they were more into it when they had Caden Murdoch. Oh. Uh. I think that was right around the time where I was just like, you know what, I don't even want to be a wrestling fan anymore. I know, they were so bad. So Slater wins this match, nothing memorable happens. Moving on, we see R-Truth backstage on a date, because that's where you take your dates, is uh, backstage at Raw. Uh, but Goldust shows up, this was really good, I, I liked this one. This was a lot better than last week. Yeah, he blew his wad on his girlfriend or wife. No, he popped! He popped the champagne bottle, but did you see him? He put it in his crotch. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, you knew he was going to do that. And then the final couple, he, like, does, like, a hump motion, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's, like, hosing her. So good on them for that. Uh, Congratulations. What do you think that conversation was with R-Truth, where he's just like, baby, I I need you to come to Raw with me next week. Yeah, Goldust is going to act like he's blowing his wad on your chest, but it's going to be with the champagne no I semen, no semen, no semen. Oh, it's actually champagne. Oh, our truth. I love you. I know. The truth will set you free. <laughs> and then I'll give you my little Jimmy. Moving on. Lucha Dragons with Neville versus uh, Alberto Dorio, Sheamus, and Rusev with poor Wade Barrett ringside. This match was filler. League of Nations wins. I don't even care about the match. Let's talk about Wade Barrett. This sucks. This really sucks. Wade Barrett is not renewing his contract in June, and I really don't blame him. Neither do I. He's just, he says he's no longer enjoying the, doing the company. He doesn't like the direction. And again, we've been talking about just the different, like, King Barrett, Wade Barrett, Bad News Barrett, 
I understand he's injury prone a lot more than some other wrestlers are, but still, this guy just, he's amazing in the ring. Like, when I heard it, I was like, this sucks, because he was, he was really, really good. The only thing I can really hope here is that WWE tries to turn this around. They have four months to do it. I don't think it's going to happen. Wade Barrett, I think, is really close friends with Drew McIntyre, who's kind of, I think, doing it pretty big in TNA. So that might be his next place, is TNA. And if that's the case, I would be willing to watch Wade Barrett on TNA. I could see him taking over TNA. Absolutely, he should, because he should be taking over the WWE right now. He actually, he, he should even be the first WWE champion from England. They just, they lost faith in him for some reason. I don't know, it's just dumb. One person who did not lose faith in him, though, uh, Ryback called dibs on the Wasteland and spinning mule kick over Twitter. Ah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so after that match, uh, we get a horrible, awkward-as-fuck interaction between Becky Lynch and Naomi with Tamina. Yeah, did you see the meme of them saying previously on Pornhub? I did see that one earlier today. That was hilarious. That was just shoddy fucking acting. Everyone involved in that, including the cameraman, should be ashamed. Yeah, it was bad. And, uh, God, Naomi just is a bad actor. Yeah. Actress. You said this! It's like, oh, God, <laughs> shut up. I, I feel like they just go like, all right, Tamina, if you could just give like 60 different facial expressions in this 30 seconds and just don't say anything. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's basically what happens. This sets up Becky Lynch versus Naomi with Tamina ringside. The match wasn't too bad. Again, like, Naomi's not... She's improving in the ring, but her mic skills are just dreadful. And then... Becky wins, Tamina attacks, and then Sasha comes in to scare him off. But she walks. She walks all the way down the ring. She, yeah. takes, her <laughs> she takes her sweet old time. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing if you're there to help? I'm like, oh, you're still wearing, like, your boots. Oh, that's right, because she was taking her earrings and everything like that off. Yeah. Yeah, so she scares them off, but the damage is already done. They kind of say, like, oh, these people don't like each other. Really, I don't know what to look forward to in this match. Yep. Moving on. We get the main event of the night. Braun Strowman, which we have been seeing Wyatt packages throughout the night of all the different things they've done, how they've taken out Kane, how they've taken out who cares, how they've taken out what's-his-name, how they've taken care of I don't care. It doesn't matter. Big Show versus Braun Strowman. The match, not bad. Not good. But what do you expect? You can't invest anything into Big Show. And why would I invest anything into Braun Strowman right now when every match ends like how, Pete? Disqualification. Disqualification by the rest of the Wyatt family interfering. Here's where it gets good. Ryberg comes out <laughs> and starts fighting, and I'm like, ooh, great. They start beating him up. Then Kane's music hits. In the most inventive way possible. Yeah, he comes up from the ring. Wow. Wow. So at this point, though, I think Eric Rowan sees him come out too soon, and the camera catches it, and he's still, like, beating him up, and then he turns around, he's shocked, and now he has to run towards Kane. But Kane's still, like, fucking balls deep still underneath the ring, and he's got to, like, double choke slam him and, and Luke. And then they got to pull him out of the ring so he could finish the chokeslam. Like, at any point, did the Wyatt family just be like, push him back down? Yeah. Nope. They were like, pull him out. <laughs> it would have been awesome, though. Like, they push him and then Kane's arms are, like, flailing. And he falls right back in. Fire comes right back out. So then you got the titans of the WWE that Michael Cole said about 15 times. And nobody cares. Nobody. And by the way, it's still four against three. They announced for the show it is going to be Ryback, Big Show, Kane versus Braun Strowman, Eric Rowan, Luke Harper with Bray Wyatt ringside. So Wyatt, again, is not wrestling. 
if anything, someone in the Wyatt family gets the shaft every pay-per-view. Why is Wyatt just never wrestling? Like when he's has a match, it's awesome. And we don't we get to watch it very sparingly. It's so stupid. So let's go to Fastlane. I mean Let's let's grade raw. Uh okay. C plus. I'll go with that. Because the opening was good. But it, the again, the show is just written backwards. Like I felt and I understand why now, but it's just it for people who just watching Raw, it it's just shitty. So Fastlane. Those are my NASCAR noises. I like them. We'll use them. Fastlane, yeah. Fastlane. Here we are, Fastlane. We are going to start off with the pre-show. This is going to be the cutting edge with Christian and Edge, or Edge and Christian, uh, with their special guests, The New Day. The New Day is going to get a match. With who? Oh, I don't know. The Usos? No. Who? I think, what better way than to have Edge and Christian introduce... Enzo Amore. I I don't want I don't want to look forward to that because that'll just get me hyped. But yeah, that'd be awesome. You have Edge and Christian give the stamp of approval to these two and have them come up to the main event roster and just kick off Fastlane with that. Oh, uh, they should, but I don't see it happening. We'll see. I I would like it. I think that'd be awesome, but I'm not gonna get too invested into it. Yeah, you will. We have a ritual every Sunday. We just text each other throughout the day and just get each other hyped. For I know. A lackluster pay-per-view. And then when the pay-per-view happens, we're texting each other all pissed off. I think it's our fault because we just like – We overhype it because we're we like, overhype it so every many week. good ideas that they will not do. Yeah. Chris Jericho versus AJ Styles is probably going to be the next match. This is going to be, I think, a really good match. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I hope they pull out all the stops. But I see it ending in a no contest and then Miz interrupts. What will set up the road to WrestleMania for for either AJ Styles, Chris Jericho, The Miz? Do you see them having maybe a triple threat at WrestleMania? Yeah, I could see that happening. I really want to see AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, but we'll see. Next, we have Ryback, Big Show, Kane versus Braun Strowman, Eric Rowan, Luke Harper. I don't care what our predictions are. No one is winning this match. Yep, who cares? Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks versus Naomi and Tamina. Obviously, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks are winning this. And then Sasha turns on Becky. Yes, absolutely. I think these two are going to turn on each other anyways, but I don't think it's going to turn in a no contest. I think they are winning this match. Yeah, and I think they're just going to have a brawl. Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler for the IC title. Owens is winning. If Ziggler wins, I think Owens would have a better match at WrestleMania. Maybe. So I want Ziggler to win this. But I doubt it. This is Kevin Owens' WrestleMania this year. Please let this be Kevin Owens' WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I mean, we get, this fast lane basically will set up WrestleMania. If not, the following Monday will. <laughs> Owens will win. I just don't see him doing that. Then we kind of went out of order here. The kickoff show is the U.S. Championship. Kalisto versus Alberto Del Rio. This is a two out of three falls match, which, is, which I think is exciting. Sin Cara is back, so I see Kalisto losing the belt. Maybe. Yep. We'll see. I think Kalisto's going to win this one. I would like to see some kind of six-man ladder match at WrestleMania and him being involved in that. But we'll see. We will see. <laughs> Next is the Divas Championship. Charlotte with Ric Flair defending her title against Brie Bella. Let's talk about Brie Bella here. I could see these assholes letting that man voice awful wrestler using her husband's moves win a damn match and get her Divas title. Mm. One last time before she walks away. After, I, they say this could be her last event. I think she'll walk away after WrestleMania because that's too big of a paycheck. You're, you're right because her husband is unemployed right now. So right? 
that would make sense. And that would ruin WrestleMania. Really ruin WrestleMania. Because then you would have to have Charlotte versus Brie Bella. I did see Vince McMahon said in a conference call that WrestleMania is going to be very appealing to the core fans of wrestling. I doubt it. That dumbass doesn't know who his, who his core fans are. We'll talk about Brie Bella right now. Brie Bella has decided that she will be uh, departing from the company before, uh, and she decided this before Daniel Bryan's decision to retire. So this wasn't even because of this. She was planning on leaving anyways. I think WrestleMania would probably be the smartest way to leave business-wise. We'll see if that's actually the case. They confirmed this on she was on the ESPN show I think and that's where she finally confirmed it the following day after Daniel Bryan's uh, retirement speech that's why we didn't get a chance to talk about it until now but yeah she's completely out the door probably Nikki too but we're not for sure yet she's still a long ways I think away from uh, being able to be ready to go in the ring again but we'll see she's training like she's coming back but yeah I really hope that this is it I hope this is the last time I have to see Brie Bell on the ring thank you me too goodbye Charlotte, please win this. Please. Ric Flair win it. If Ric Flair pins Brie yeah, Bella. Yeah, you made out with Becky Lynch. You should just finger blast Bella, Brie Bella. And hey, now. What? You, you can't say that? <laughs> they took out a kiss. But let, let's say Ric Flair's like, you know what? I'm going to take it one step further. <laughs> oh, wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm great with my fingers. Ah! Rick, you're crazy Have and you old. Have my rings? I think I lost one in there. So... <laughs> Any other matches besides the contendership match that I'm missing? I don't think so. All right. So, number one contendership match, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose. Whoever wins this gets to settle on taking on Triple H at WrestleMania. Who do you think's winning, Pete? Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose? Wow. I know you had a theory that you were trying to yell at me about yesterday. Before you tell yours, I am going to say, I think it's going to be Roman Reigns. Uh, but please, please turn me to Dean Ambrose, Pete. So, Lesnar is not winning. Lesnar's going to be in the match. You know the Wyatts are going to interrupt somehow yeah. and knock him out. That's why Bray Wyatt is not in a match. So, before this happens, Roman Reigns is going to be, like, sort of knocked out, and Lesnar is just going to take it to Dean Ambrose outside the ring, like, throw him through the barricade, blah, 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 do all this stuff. Then, all of a sudden, as he's walking in to finish off Roman Reigns, the lights are going to go off. Bray Wyatt holding Brock Lesnar and the sister Abigail, and he puts him down and then does it again and again. The lights turn off. Bray Wyatt's gone. Wow. And Roman Reigns gets up. You see Lesnar laying there. He's sort of stumbling or whatever. Roman Reigns runs up, spears him. Ambrose comes up as he's pinning him and throws Reigns out of the ring, pins him to go to WrestleMania. That causes Roman Reigns to snap, and he power bombs Ambrose through a table. Heel Reigns is formed. Okay, but what then do you do next for Roman for WrestleMania? Undertaker's bell hits, so have the lightning and stuff, and, like, any time it rains, lightning is sure to come. And then lightning hits the stage, and then Undertaker's, like, Titantron thing forms, and Reigns is standing there all ticked off or whatever. I like that. That's a good way to push Roman, especially a heel Roman, because he would, I think the crowd would get behind him. As and I think Undertaker would actually sign off on that a lot more than he would Braun Strowman. True. So heel turn happens. Roman Reigns is still in the ring. Uh, Rock comes out, okay? He's up with the Titan Tron. He's like, Roman, what are you doing? Then he gets struck by the lightning. He's dead. Then the Undertaker comes out. We set up that feud. Yeah, that would work too. <laughs> I like that idea. I like what you're setting up for WrestleMania. Ambrose versus Triple H would be a sweet match. I think it would because it's definitely then setting up. That gives us, what, two, almost two months 
of them setting up Ambrose versus the Authority solo. No yep. Ambrose with Reigns. Because Reigns had had to deal with Undertaker. I could believe and look forward to every week seeing Ambrose by himself taking on the Authority. And you could have that cocky Roman Reigns character being all cocky, and then he could be himself. Right. And then they do, like, fun shit, like, uh, all right, tonight we're putting Renee Young in a match. You're drunk. Who's your dud of the week, Pete? Oh, uh, the Titans of the WWE. Can I say all three? What uh, the yeah. hell's the point? I completely agree. I don't. Honestly, these should be the lackeys for the authority right now. Yeah. So you are duds. So I, and I hate doing it because I know you use them every week. I'm giving it to Vince. Got to be Vince with this whole Titus O'Neil affair. I'm just I'm so, I'm just so disappointed. We're not mad, Vince. We're disappointed. Stud of the week. Uh, Kevin Owens winning the belt. And again, continuously proving why he should have probably the most airtime. Oh, absolutely. He it can be the top heel of this company. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just seeing, I want Kevin Owens versus Bray Wyatt. And they could both be heel. I would love that. They're keeping them so far apart. We got to see a little bit of them at the Rumble, which was so cool. I think WWE just teased it, and they're like, I wonder how the crowd would react. Oh, oh. they like it? Okay, we'll keep them apart. We'll use it in like 10 years when one of them's injured and can't do it anymore. Basically. My stud of the week, Summer Rae. Congratulations on beating Paige. Woo! Yeah. So, good on you, Summer Rae. Ain't mad at you. Yeah. At a recent Comic-Con, I think in Texas, uh, Stephen Amell was doing a uh, a kind of panel, and Stardust crashed it. Uh, we could be seeing Stardust versus Stephen Amell again, a uh, rematch maybe at Mania. I thought Stardust was gone, but... Did you see this footage at all? He owned that panel. Oh, yeah, I think it's hilarious. Like, I think it would work if we give Cody Rhodes something, because for some reason, they're keeping the Rhodes brothers apart from an actual match. I would love to have those two square off. Like, yeah. Cody just snaps and be like, I am not this stupid character. I'm not your dumb face painting. I'm not, like, my dumb face painting brother. And then that's how they get into it. What if he, like, no-shows at Mania, but, like, the next night, uh, Cody Rhodes shows up like it was nothing? Yeah, right? That'd be good. I like Stephen Amell. He impressed me in SummerSlam, so I think he could do more. I don't know if they would do a one-on-one -on -one match, though, with him. I think they would do another stupid tag team and protect, you know, Stephen Amell. Another thing, uh, at a recent live event, we saw Kane and Neville tag. Uh, at the end, they did a celebration with a hug. Could we be seeing Team Hell No version 2? No. 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 I like when they team Kane up with, like, they did it with Hurricane Helms, they did it with RVD, and then Daniel Bryan. He does really well with someone smaller by his side. Yeah, I mean, it could work, but I doubt it. Maybe not even a Team Hell No kind of theme, but just like a darker theme, kind of go with more of Kane's side than always having to flip-flop it, but we'll see. It may not even be anything, really. Flaming Arrow could be their team name. I like it. Boom! And then have Neville come out in the red. Yeah. And lose the fucking cape. What if his cape sets on fire and then they're like, no more cape? I hope it does someday. Don't don't say that. Not with him in it. We talked about it last week a little bit, but there's more information coming out on this. The Global Cruiserweight Series. I am so excited about this. I cannot wait. So this is going to be a network exclusive. Sounds like it might be coming out maybe in around July or something like that. This is Triple H's idea completely. Uh, a vast majority of the talents that they're going to be using in this, this is the most exciting part, will not even be long-term contract WWE talent. This will be people from the UK, Japan, China, from other promotions coming in as a one-time thing, uh, just kind of like how they've done with NXT, to do these really cool 
uh, tournaments. And these are going to be t- tournaments they're going to do often. So that's super cool. Yeah, I can't wait. It's a good idea. It's an awesome idea. Yes, it's so cool, especially to give people who have uh, who aren't in any contracts who do indie shows like Chris Hero and and John Morrison and ones like that, and see them just as a glimpse into WWE and see this. And this that doesn't uh, count for someone who will catch their eye. This is just this is better for the Performance Center. This is better for NXT. This is better for WWE as a whole. But it's like two oh five and under too. Yeah, that's a lot of talent on the roster right now. Well, think about it, though. Finn Balor is, what, 190? Right, and that doesn't exclude WWE talent, so that's yeah. cool, too. That is crazy, the amount of people that they're going to be bringing in. Yep, I can't wait. I'm pretty pumped. Pretty, pretty pumped. All right. That's all I got, Pete. That's, well, that's a good show. I thought it was a really good show. Any ideas on what you want to name it? Taking the carpool lane. Okay. Carpool lane. Your titles suck. Don't, I'm not good at these. Yeah, you're, you're going to get better at them. All right, so this is the Full Nelson Press, episode 28, Filler Lane. <laughs> Fill her lane. Fill, shut up. <laughs> shut up. You're not good at jokes. You're not good at jokes at all. Oh, uh, whatever. That's a good idea. Fill her lane. Fill her lane. <laughs> Stop. Okay, I'm done. So if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like our video. Also, any kind of comments, we'll, I don't know, try to read them off to you, see if we can make some discussions. If you find something that you think is cool, definitely comment it, and, and we'll read them off. Maybe try giving you a shout-out. Uh, if you listen to this on iTunes, please subscribe. Give us a review. That does help out a lot. Also, if Stitcher is your fancy, it would be awesome if you give us a thumbs up. You can find The Full Nelson Press on Facebook, Wrestling Amino, Tambler, and just search The Full Nelson Press on any social media site. You'll find us. You can also go to thefullnelsonpress.com, find all of our links. Anything else you want to say, Pete? Uh, no. All right, well, uh, suck a butt. Yeah, bet.